You're listening to The Snipers Club NRL Round 24 Preview, and I'm your host, The Sniper. So we're going to do a couple of different things today, guys. We're going to have a look at the lines for this weekend. We're going to obviously have a look at the weather, see if that's going to play a factor. And we're going to have a quick look at our July results and then probably move on. Um, as you know, guys, we've mentioned before that our speciality at any time try scorers, every so often we'll put out a line bet, but that won't be that regular. And we prefer to look, have a look at first and second half handicaps as well because we get a better read on teams in specific halves depending on how they play. You could take Canberra and you could take the Titans as an example. You could also take the Warriors as another example of teams that we prefer in certain halves rather than taking the, the entire line on for a specific match. So we've just posted our July results, guys, and they were absolutely awesome. We had our best month of the year so far. We placed 40 bets, and that's 40 selections on our Telegram channel for our members. We had a win rate of 62.5% for an ROI of 79%. The average stake was 2.55 units, and at 50 pounds a unit, that's 127 pounds 50. And we made a massive 80.4 units profit, equating to £4,020 profit across the month. So we're very transparent with our figures and we would hope that most of the other tipsters out there were the same, but unfortunately they're not. They tend to post figures on their best bets, but we like to cover absolutely everything. Um, so fingers crossed it continues into next month and we have an absolutely awesome last five weeks of the year. Um, we've been asked to make a special mention to some friends of ours. They run a really, really good racing channel in the UK. You can find them at Optimum Racing um, on Twitter. The Twitter handle is at Optimum underscore racing. Uh, they've also got a website where you can have a look and join there. It's called OptimumRacing.co.uk. They're experts in horse racing, guys, and they're going to be covering Goodwood, which starts tomorrow in really, really great detail. We've been following and we've been friends for years. Uh, their figures are always amazing. Their selections are always great. And if you're in Australia or the States, like horse racing and just aren't that sharp on the UK form, then this is definitely the place to go. They also make it fun and they've got loads of insight gained over many many years experience so check out optimum racing they follow us on twitter so you can find them if you search under the snipers club or go directly to them at optimum underscore racing and give them a follow check them out and see for yourselves how good they are this week right let's move on to the lines then guys we've got quite a few games to look at so we'll just run you through the lines as they are at the moment we're using Bet365 as a guide here. The first game is the Thursday game. We've got the Roosters against the Sea Eagles. The weather's forecast to be sunny. Roosters are minus four and a half. Sea Eagles plus four and a half. The following game is the Titans plus six and a half against the Warriors minus six and a half. That's a game we like. Then we've got the Cowboys plus two and a half against the Broncos minus two and a half. That's not that interesting. Well, actually, that's fairly interesting. Then the following day, we've got the Dolphins against the Knights. That's being played in Perth. Uh, that's forecast to be sunny as well. 
we've got the fins Souths are minus 11.5 with the Sharks plus 11.5. Then we've got the Eels taking on the Dragons. There's rain forecast for this game, guys, so keep a closer eye on the weather in the run-up to Sunday. Eels are 12-point favourites, so you've got the Eels at minus 12 and the Dragons at plus 12. Then we've got the final game of the round, which sees the Raiders take on the Tigers. Raiders are minus 12, Tigers are plus 12, but you still can find uh, minus 13 and a half or plus 13 and a half on the Tigers if you like the look of them. So we'll run through everything fairly quickly, guys, on this. In terms of the Roosters, they've been slightly improved over the last couple of rounds. They still haven't been particularly devastating in attack. They're still making some blunders in terms of their play the balls. We've noticed that they've tried to speed up their play, but still, the combinations aren't working as they, as they ought to. And they were pretty much dismantled by the Broncos last time round. So despite improved performances, it's a little bit tough to take them on the line. The last game they played was around a month ago, and the Sea Eagles won 18-16. So it was fairly close, and we'd anticipate a close-ish result. So we haven't got any particular opinion on the line here. Um, if you just bear with me, I'm going to find the team news for this one. And we can run through that. For the Roosters, we're unlikely to see Egan Butcher. He failed an HIA against the Broncos, so he's not likely to play. And for the Sea Eagles, Tuipilotu has also been injured, so he's fairly unlikely to play as well. So Garrick will be at fullback, and you could see Kaya Weeks or Viega return for this one. But no particular thoughts on the line in this game, guys. The next game's Titans against the Warriors. We have got a view here. Uh, the Wars are, well, they're playing really, really well at the moment, and Canberra are particularly vulnerable at the moment. They played really poorly last time, and normally, in any other year, you'd put this up as a potential banana skin. The one thing that we noticed last time the Warriors played was that they looked vulnerable when Tohu Harris and uh, Fanua Blake were off the pitch at the same time. That's when, the, that's when the Raiders scored their points towards the end of that game. So it looks like they could use another, um, another forward or another decent-sized prop to cover in case one of those two get injured. The other things that you need to watch out for here, guys, is the Titans can be pretty good in attack. So it has the potential to be an upset here, but the Titans are quite flaky. The, the, in terms of attack, they're good. Khan Pereira's really dangerous. Brimson's dangerous. Campbell's forms has, has been really good. There's Rumours going around that Brimson may not play following his ab injury at the weekend and that Campbell may, may deputise. You're going to have David Fafita running hard at Sean Johnson all day. But obviously there's going to be no Tino again for the Titans. Uh, they're a pretty desperate team. If they win five in a row, they'll end up, end up on 32 points. And they've got a very outside chance of making the finals. They'd need other results to go their way as well. So if they do come out and play as quickly and as well as they did in attack 
as they did yesterday, then potentially it could be a banana skin. But a five-day turnaround is, you know, it's a pretty tough call. Uh, they were resilient in defence for once yesterday, but they lost to the Dolphins with their origin players out, and they could have easily beaten the Eels when they lost by one point. So they've got the attacking weapons, but generally their defence has been poor over the course of the entire season. So the Warriors come into this off a bye. Last time they had a bye, they... Actually, they've had two byes this season. They... They lost to the Broncos following one bye, and then they beat the Dragons following the other bye. So potentially this game's a little bit harder than it seems on paper, but it's difficult to know which Titans team is gonna turn up. The Wars went into camp uh, on Saturday, so they ought to be pretty well prepared for this. Um, but you never know with the Titans. Which Titans team is going to turn up? Are they going to start tackling? Are they going to be solid in defence? Or is it going to be the usual sort of rubbish that we've seen for most of the season? Um, so for this one, guys, we take the Wars to cover the line fairly easily. You can find six and a half at the moment. We'd be happy to take the Wars minus six and a half points. It'll probably get to eight, eight and a half. It, at a stretch, it could get to ten. Uh, we Jester Vunga's back this weekend as well. So we'd imagine he'll play around half an, half an hour or so and he'll be part of a middle rotation. The bench prop, Bunty Afoa is likely to miss out in this one. And as we said before, Brimson may not make it, so Campbell may deputise. So that's the one, one of the ones we like for this weekend. We've got Cowboys against the Broncos. As you know, guys, Valentine Holmes is going to be out for this one, so there's going to have to be a reshuffle. The Cowboys were poor yesterday. Uh, Finifuyaki didn't play that well. He didn't play the minutes that we expected. He got taken off, I think, around on around 40 minutes or so. So that's something to bear in mind. I think Helam Luki comes back in this one. Petuhiku was exposed again in defence, and it just looked like all the origin exertions and a long season had started to catch up with the Cowboys. So not sure if it was an outlier or not, but with Valentine Holmes out and the Broncos close to full strength, uh, we favour the Broncos on this one. Having a quick look at the predicted team news here, I saw some information earlier saying, saying potentially Corey Oates might be back and he'd been training well. So we'll just bring this up now, guys. Yeah, so Helam Luki's predicted to be back. And Val Holmes is out. Nanai will be out as well. Uh, Jesse Arthurs comes back from suspension. Pia Kura is also expected to, do, to be back. And it's most likely that Dean Mariner will drop out for Jesse Arthurs in the back line. So it looks like Corey Oates isn't back yet. So we take the Broncos in this one. Two and a half should be fairly straightforward. They've been playing really well. Their forward pack is too strong. And if you've got weapons like Reese Walsh and Selwyn Cobbo, then that should be a fairly straightforward line. Uh, following game is the Finns against the Knights. Finns plus nine and a half, Knights minus nine and a half. Finns again looked extremely tired yesterday they lost to the dogs 
it wasn't a good performance. You can be sure that Wayne Bennett will be, be laying into them. In this one, the Knights are in really, really good form. Their left edge has been devastating with Marzu, Ponga, Bradman Best, and pretty much the whole team really standing up. So they've started to be talked about as potential Smokies. Um, nine and a half for the Finns. I couldn't possibly take it. I think these Finns lines are very, very difficult to predict. So we'd be steering clear on that one. Looking at the quick expected lineups for this one. So you've got Grant Aitken, who's in doubt, as is Lemuelu. And it doesn't look like there are many expected changes at all for Newcastle, who are pretty settled. So on paper, you'd fancy those wingers to be able to rack up some points, especially with the Dolphins being particularly weak on the flanks. So probably the Knights, but we wouldn't be doing anything in this one. Following game, Souths minus 11.5, Sharks plus 11.5. As you saw, Will Kennedy got injured, so there's going to have to be another reshuffle here. Taking Souths minus 11.5 when they've been leaking points is, is a risky business. Despite them having most of their best players back, we just don't trust Souths at the moment. So no, they should cover the line. That's not one for us either. Moving on to Sunday, Eels against the Dragons. Eels minus 12, Dragons plus 12. Can't really see any mistake in that. If you like it, then check the weather forecast. It's predicted to be uh, wet for that game. And then on Sunday, you've got the Raiders against the Tigers. Raiders minus 12, Tigers plus 12. But if you shop around, you can still get plus 13 and a half on the Tigers. With Luke Brooks and Appy back, the line looks too big here. We'd be very tempted to take the Tigers on the line here. Canberra have been misfiring in attack. They generally only look for Rapinar trick shots. Their halves aren't really joined from the edges. There's not enough action happening on those edges. And for the last two games or so, the wingers have looked pretty detached from the centers. They've been focusing on their forward pack. Hudson Young's been dropping balls when he'd normally be scoring tries. He hasn't been very good, and they're a little bit too forward-centric. So with Luke Brooks and Appy in, um, they'd probably be able to outspeed that forward pack with quick play the balls, and Jareem Buller and Junior Tupo will probably be able to, to get some points here. So that's one of, the, one of the lines that we like. So in terms of the lines we like, Warriors minus six and a half, yep, take that. Broncos minus two and a half, yep, take that. Tigers plus 13 and a half, we'll take that. But you are gonna have to be quick to find that, to find those prices because the odds are gonna start dropping probably as of, as soon as team news gets released. So those are three that we like. Um, good luck for this round. We'll be posting our free preview for Thursday's game. We'll post that on Wednesday. And please like, share, and help our channel grow.